Thanks for tuning in to the Campervan Podcast. If you're hearing this intro, it's because you're not listening to the premium feed. Access to that feed is free, and you can sign up at vansage.com to get it. So why sign up for the premium feed? Well, for one, valuable, exclusive content. I'll say more about that at the end of this episode. While I wouldn't call myself an obsessive perfectionist, uh, I do sometimes put off projects because I'd rather obsess about designs and ideas than actually build something. Now, that's not entirely true. Of course, I want to build something and see the results, benefit from it, show it off, all that stuff. But that doesn't mean that worries and fears don't don't creep in and keep me from, from getting some things done sometimes. And I think it happens to most people. It especially happens to those of us who don't have experience with, with going from idea, design, concept, th- all the way through the build process to uh, actually using something. I've known very highly intelligent and experienced engineers who were amazing at creating plans and getting hyper-detailed and, and really excellent designs or blueprints or or things like that done, but then really terrible at actually building the thing because their job was not to build the thing. Their job was to to deliver a set of instructions for building a thing. So, uh, for I mean, for example, I was at a party a couple of years ago at a friend's house, and, and he invited his buddy uh, specifically because I would be there and we could talk about vans. And, and this fellow had purchased a, a beautiful, I think it was a 2016 or 15 uh, Sprinter 144-inch wheelbase and he'd had it for a couple of years and hadn't hadn't built it, hadn't built it out. And that was his plan, was to build a full-blown camper van, a live-in, long-term travel camper van. And sounded very confident uh, about the what he wanted and, and even his reasons for not building, <laughs> which were basically that, um, oh, the perfect materials don't exist. And it's impossible to find the, the exact things that I need, and, and it's really frustrating. And uh, my thought was, man, just build it. You're paying, making a monthly payment and, you know, get going. Well, anyway, to each their own. At any rate, I wouldn't want to be in that position. Okay, so I'm mostly talking about, um, about not starting due to fear. But it, it can also mean uh, not continuing or getting halfway and then stopping or getting one project done and then the next one, like maybe with plumbing you're perfectly comfortable or with carpentry or or assembling steel parts but then when it comes to electricity you're stuck that happens to a lot of people actually because electricity is so so tricky and and technical Um, but sometimes it's it's about the fear of messing up some very expensive materials Uh, I just recently bought some skin for a, a roof topper that I built and uh, the stuff was $100 a sheet, and that was the cheap option. I could have paid up to $200 per sheet for this stuff. And I really did freeze up for a while and, and took, really took my time and made sure I knew exactly what I was going to do before I lit that saw up to cut this stuff. I'm here to tell you. Uh, it eventually got done, but uh, there was some fear there. It was perfection-based fear. And so uh, other times the fear is that we'll have to redo some complicated or time-consuming steps. For example, let's say you're going to glue down some some plywood to the floor of the van. Well, what happens before that? Because that's got to be right. 
before you break out that construction adhesive and start uh, permanently attaching plywood, which is expensive in itself, uh, but let alone the time and effort it takes to, to install it and then have to tear it out and start over because, you know, there wasn't enough airflow or whatever the, ha what the issue happens to be. So yeah, perfectionism can, can be, it can be both a uh, detriment, but it can also be an advantage if you can push through it. So I want to recommend a book. It's called The War of Art, and the author's name is Stephen Pressfield. Stephen Pressfield is famous for having written uh, the story Bagger Vance, which was a Will Smith movie, well-received Will, Will Smith film uh, a few years ago. But he wrote a great little book about how to how to create things because he's also obviously Stephen Pressfield. He's a he's an author, which is daily creative work and and making things that he has to show to the world. Anyway, the War of Art. Uh, he in the War of Art he talks about a concept called the resistance, which is the voice inside our heads that tells us that we can't do it, or that tells us that this isn't the right time, or that we don't have the right tools, or that we. We don't have the right skill and we better study some more. Or I'd rather go do something else and not work at all today. Uh, so um, a couple points about the resistance without without belaboring uh, or, or uh, stepping all over this book. It's I think you can probably get it for free. It's in PDF format all over the Internet. War of Art, Stephen Pressfield. Anyway, uh, a couple points about the resistance. It will always be there. So it's not going to go away. It's not something you work to eliminate. It's, it's something that you learn to dance with and to understand on a daily basis with regard to whatever creative thing you're doing. And as far as that goes, it, what that means is that you can actually kind of learn to know when your mind, when this part of your mind, the lizard brain, you might say, or the, the fear-based center of your brain, it's telling you, no, don't do that, don't do that. And so our job is to listen carefully and then go and get the work done anyway. So um, a, a one way to, to put it is to, to listen carefully to the resistance, that, that voice in our heads that tells us we're not perfect yet, and then tell it to, uh, to, to thank it. Thank you for, the, for your help, and please go away. I have work to do. <laughs> so anyway, uh, read, read The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Uh, let's see. And a couple other things about perfection and how to get over it. One really cool trick is iteration. In, in some way, we have to, as an instructor of mine used to say, you have to have been there. So um, we have to kind of create a thing uh, before we know for sure if it will be totally right. And one way to do that without blowing a lot of money on expensive materials and screwing it up you know, like you don't want to teach yourself uh, carpentry, you know, how to build cabinets with cabinet grade plywood. <laughs> that stuff's really expensive. It's a couple hundred dollars a sheet. But there are other things. There are ways that you can you can learn how to do that uh, without without wasting materials. And probably my favorite build van build YouTube channel is called Humble Road. And um, George, who makes the videos on Humble Road and builds the vans, he does cardboard mock-ups. And his videos about about his mock-ups are absolutely brilliant. Before he takes the first steps to build one of the one of the commission vans that he builds, or even for his own his own vans, he mocks up everything in cardboard: countertops, uh, closets, wardrobes, beds, everything. Sometimes even he'll even build a bed out of out of wood, since he uses eighty twenty aluminum for final designs. 
but he'll build something out of wood so it can actually be laid laid upon and, and put a mattress on it and test it and make sure it's all just right. And even then, even with all that preparation, he sometimes has to make, in fact, I would, I would guess every time, he has to make some changes to some aspect of his final installations. And I find that really fascinating, that if you really want to do great work, that's the level of commitment that it takes. And by the way, if you're not someone who deals with perfectionism and you can throw stuff together and move on and not worry about, is it just exactly right? Or if you're not worried about, oh, I screwed up this sheet of plywood and, you know, I'll get to it later and go buy another one and it doesn't bother you. Oh, good for you. I, I really wish I could, do, I could do that. Sometimes I can, but usually I'm, I get locked up in, in, in worry. And it really, I really have to push through to get some things done. So, uh, yeah, sometimes we just have to leap. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, at some point you've done all the preparation you can. Now, I don't, you know, and it's t just time to do the work. It's time to get out the saw and cut the thing or drill the hole or cut the hole for, for the fan or the, the heating system. And, you know, it's, it's time to do it. But before you leap, don't go into it haphazardly or blindly you know, gather info and data. So I'm, so what I'm saying is don't completely ignore that, that, um, resistance or the, the perfectionist brain that's giving you a hard time and telling you not to start actually gather information and data, learn about it, talk to experts. If you need to watch the YouTube videos, consult forums, leave, put posts on forums. If you can't find answers there and Facebook groups and, you know, do the legwork and, and get as close to exact as you can before you before you start the saw, you know, plan carefully, make drawings. If you're into 3D modeling on the computer, model it up. Um, and mock-up is really great. It's funny, I, you know, I built a, a swivel table and then I saw George at Humble Road, he had made a swivel table out of a piece of foam. And I ruined two pieces, not sheets, but pieces of plywood before I got my tabletop right. And I thought, oh man, if I'd just done it in foam first, it would have been perfect on the second try, you know, on the try with the, with the more expensive plywood. So mocking up is really powerful stuff. And you can even do that with small, you know, small modeling. You can, you can build a miniature version of your van where your bed goes and, and your cabinets and stuff. And uh, if you're really crafty, that's fun. That's fun to do. And it can give you so much input but um, it doesn't. It doesn't tell you if your elbow is going to bump this this counter or this the edge of this table and things like that, or how you'll be able to use your toilet. You know that takes real mock up in a full size van. But anyway, uh, off, that's off topic. Um, so once you've done those things and you've you're pre you've prepared to the extent that you can be, then go for it. And and but most importantly. <laughs> Be prepared for the almost inevitable redo for some things. It's going to happen, and sometimes it might even be on a big thing. Don't beat yourself up, and don't hate yourself for not being perfect, because none of us are. So, yeah. All right, good luck. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the road. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium feed. Head over to Vansage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Campervan podcast episodes, you also get episode 7. 
Each week, I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the VanSage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to VanSage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Campervan podcast on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. I got the blue about me, so and so, and the got the blue about me. Morning. With my heart full, I've been crying.